Welcome to the Rise Priestess podcast, a place for women just like you who are in the process of claiming their callings, rising into priestesshood, and building a legacy. This is where values-driven women come to learn how to unleash their gifts and share them unapologetically with the world to unlock deep contribution and potent prosperity. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Coxon. I'm an author, yoga teacher, activist, and business mentor. I bridge together feminine-inspired leadership and divine masculine action that quantum leaps you into an expansive experience of life and business. I believe that business is a vehicle for not only living a more purposeful and free life, but for also contributing to social and ecological healing. I live in a coastal town in Portugal and have been channeling my inner priestesshood into various heart-centered businesses since 2016. Back then, I left my life as an archaeologist to play my part in the reawakening of the feminine. Although I now run a successful mission-driven business, it's been quite the journey. I've had to move past imposter syndrome, own my gifts, make friends with money, step into feminine leadership, dismantle toxic conditioning, and learn ethical marketing practices. I'm here to help you on your journey to living life and doing business on your terms. From guest interviews to solo heart riffs to laser coaching sessions, this podcast is here to inspire you to reclaim the feminine, live your dharma, and get paid for being you. So sit back, take a deep breath, sister, and let's dive into today's episode. Hello beautiful souls, welcome to another episode. In this episode, I'm gonna be talking about how to navigate anxiety. Having spoken to so many of you in my community, I know that anxiety is something that is really prevalent and I wanna share with you how I managed to navigate anxiety and just a few tips and tricks to really help you to move through anxiety so that anxiety and those feelings of being out of control are not calling the shots when it comes to making those key decisions in your life. This is limitless living. And speaking of limitless living, I am so excited because the doors to my academy, Limitless, the academy, are going to be opening at the end of November. This is such an incredible labor of love. It's 12 months of sacred sisterhood and really everything you need to move past fear, to come home to your most authentic self and to live a life beyond limits. And in celebration of this, I'm going to be offering a five-day free online retreat called Limitless Living. This is for curious women who are hungry for more expansion and freedom in their lives. You know, how would it feel to be fully seen, to be fully supported and guided on your path to growth, healing and success? Pretty amazing, right? So what if I told you that your life is powerfully affected by the people that you hang around with? And if you're surrounded by women taking responsibility for their experience of life and working with magic and miracles, quantum shifts and feminine power, then you as well can't help but up level. So if you're curious as to what that feels like, then please come and join us for this five-day transformative experience. It's gonna be like no other. Um, We did something similar a few months ago and over a hundred of you joined and it was 
really very potent and this is going to be even more powerful it's going to be completely different it's going to be in response to you guys so if you do want to join us, um, then just go to www.moonmagicmiracles.com forward slash limitless experience. And the link is in the show notes. So I want to be, I want to be, that doesn't make any sense, but I want to be talking to you and I want to share with you three things that will help you to navigate anxiety. So as a disclaimer, of course, I'm not a medical doctor and this is not medical advice, but I just want to share with you my experience with anxiety, how I've managed to navigate it. And um, yeah, just give you some things that you can start to play with and some tools that you can start to play with so that you can explore and see what works for you. So the first thing is to remember that although it may not feel like it, anxiety is actually a gift. So anxiety is of course signaled by those racing thoughts and those physical symptoms such as, you know, increased heart rate and just feeling sick and everything's racing and it can feel really unbearable. I know this really, really well. This is that stress hormone cortisol kicking in and it's trying to get you to move into action. This is when we're in flight or fight. But I promise you that if you can sit with the feelings of anxiety for long enough, you'll start to understand that it's telling you something. Now, society says that, you know, anxiety is wrong. You shouldn't be feeling this way. And actually, I call bullshit on that. Every single emotion is welcome in your life because it is telling you something. So, Often with anxiety, we make it worse because we resist it. So in that resistance, there's a saying that what you resist persists. So because society has told us anxiety is bad, we think it shouldn't be there, we resist it, we actually give it more energy. And the thing is, anxiety is showing up in your life and in your system because it wants to tell you something. And my belief is that very often, not always, but very often, anxiety is a spiritual message. So I have known I have known anxiety all my life. I was a very anxious little girl. You know, I remember being eight years old and having to do lots of exams and tests for school and feeling anxious and being put under a lot of pressure and you know I look at photos of me back then and and um, you know I had dark circles under my eyes and I was experiencing migraines and it was yeah I was a very anxious little girl always worried and this was something that I'm pretty sure I, I learned from my parents my my parents I love them to pieces I always say that like <laughs> disclaimer I love them um, but they're also um they get quite anxious about things and they are worriers. And so it, I've, I've had anxiety since being a little girl and it got actually really noticeable in my early 20s. I was in a relationship with a guy who was my sweetheart. We met when we were 19, we were together for six years and I really, really loved him. Um, but there was after a few years, I started feeling really anxious, really sick in the morning. Um, 
wake up feeling anxious and would have racing thoughts. And so I went to the doctor and I was diagnosed with depression. Um, I also had had glandular fever and there were complications with that because my immune system was really not very good. So I was getting every single cold, flu, virus, anything that was going around the university because I was at university at that time. I was getting it. So anyway, I was diagnosed with depression. That's probably because of chronic fatigue symptom complications after glandular fever. And I was given uh, antidepressants and I took them. Because in that, at that age, I was 20, 20, 21, and I didn't know any better. And I just needed help. And I just didn't want to feel so shit, basically. So I started taking fluoxetine. And of course, I felt better. Then I started, you know, working with crystals. I was working, in a, I started working in a crystal shop and um, weaned myself off the, the drugs. And I felt better. And then a couple of years later, the anxiety came back again. And I knew it was something to do with my relationship with my then boyfriend, but I didn't want to look at it because he was such a sweet guy and I really loved him. And, you know, he was one of my best friends. And now looking back, I know the truth of the matter, which is that I was feeling anxious because I was being given a message that this relationship was not aligned with me anymore and I didn't want to look at it. My God, I didn't want to look at it because actually the the fundamental truths in our lives are sometimes really inconvenient. We do not want to look at that shit. Um, eventually, I left him. It was painful. He proposed. And in that moment, I said, no, it was just full body response. No, poor guy. It's all right, guys. He is now happily engaged with this wonderful woman. And um, yeah, it all worked out in the end. But I knew deep down for years that it wasn't aligned. That was the anxiety. And of course, the anxiety lifted as soon as I made that decision. A few years later, I was writing my PhD and there was anxiety again. And do you know what the anxiety was telling me? And I didn't want to listen? This is not your path. You're not supposed to be in academia. This is suffocating you. What are you doing? But it was really inconvenient. So I didn't listen. So yeah, I wasn't listening to the anxiety. So my experience, and now I don't feel anxiety that much. Sometimes I do feel anxiety, but it's, I'll talk about that later, but it's about, it's for other things. So really anxiety is sending us a message. And the message is always something is out of alignment. Alignment is when you are, you're basically aligned with the truth of your being, who you are, what you're here for, and you're, you know, making decisions that are really healthy for you and your body and your mind and all of that. So when you're experiencing anxiety, it's because something is out of alignment. So at the core of who you are, you're expansive, you're open, you're loving, you're worthy, you're valuable, you're capable. You are a child of the universe. You are divine. This is the real truth. But often it's, when you're feeling anxiety, it's because your thoughts and beliefs are out of alignment with this. 
So if you keep telling yourself that you're not enough, even on a kind of subtle level, you don't even realize you're doing it, then you're gonna feel anxious. If you keep telling yourself that something's not gonna work, then of course you're gonna feel anxious. Anxiety is a response to something, either internal or external. So get curious when you're feeling anxiety, like get curious about it. What, what is it that it's trying to tell you? What is it signaling? What are you telling yourself? How can you shift your inner dialogue? What is it that you really need to hear right now that will make the anxiety shift into something else, dissolve? Because anxiety is just energy. So it will shift and dissolve into something else. What do you need to hear right now? This is why inner dialogue is so important. And very often anxiety is a response to some inner dialogue that we're having that is out of alignment with the truth of who we are, which is capable, loving, expansive, open, amazing, fucking amazing. Sorry, I swear a lot, guys. This, so it's, so your thoughts, it can be, anxiety can be a signal that your thoughts are out of alignment, but also on a deeper level, anxiety can be showing you where your beliefs are out of alignment. So our beliefs actually create a lot of our thoughts. What we believe to be true about the world, and we know it at such a core level, will be shifting our thoughts, will be creating our thoughts. You know, sure that you once upon a time believed in Father Christmas, so you had thoughts about Father Christmas and all the lovely things that he was going to give you. Once someone had told you that Father Christmas wasn't real, that belief gone, your thoughts were going to be very, very different. And I'm sorry if I've burst that bubble for you guys. <laughs> Stop listening now! <laughs> but this is just, a, um, I use this as a very tangible example. So this is why when it comes to navigating anxiety, powerfully shifting your belief systems can radically shift your experience of anxiety. So whatever you believe to be true about the world is what you will see. And this is why shifting belief systems really is at the core of what I teach in the academy. So there are some really cool cutting edge techniques that will shift your beliefs at a physical, mental, emotional, and energetic level. And I teach these in the academy. Because the thing is, when you actually have really healthy, expansive beliefs, then you feel differently and you think differently. And this affects your decisions. And this means that your decisions are gonna be more in alignment with your highest vision for yourself and not the fears. So therefore, fear isn't running the show and anxiety will still come up but all it's ever doing is showing you where you are holding on to beliefs that are not serving you so anxiety is a gift and it's showing you where something in your internal world is out of alignment but it can also show you when something in your external world is out of alignment. So your environment is really important, guys. We, every single one of us, have conditions to thrive. So for me, for example, I really need light and I need space 
and I need all of that. So without it, I feel super, super anxious. So my conditions to thrive are I need time in nature, you know, and I'm walking Manny, my dog, so (laughs) I get a lot of that now. And now it's winter coming in Portugal. Maybe I don't want so much of that anymore when it's raining. Um, But I need time in nature. I need time on the beach. There's a reason that I moved to near the beach. It's because I know that they're my conditions to thrive. And... I need grounding. I need to feel my feet on the bare earth. And I do that often. Actually, I don't really like shoes. Hence the reason I'm sad that winter's coming. (laughs) Um, So what are your conditions to thrive? When do you feel good? Is it when you're in community? Is it when you're by yourself? Like, when do you feel expansive? Bring more of that into your world. And recognize that maybe anxiety is simply telling you that you just need a bit more of that. It's such a beautiful gift, anxiety. So the the second thing to help you navigate anxiety is to sort out your breathing. So really the bigger your breath, the bigger your life. Now breath work is fantastic tool and there are lots of different types of breath work or pranayam which is Sanskrit so I was introduced to pranayam breath work many many years ago when I did my yoga teacher training and what I learned then is that actually we most of us are shallow chest breathers so we're not using our diaphragms we're not breathing into our bellies we're not using the full capacity of our breathing apparatus But actually when we do that, when we start to use our breath and breathe, let's say, I don't want to say correctly, but more deeply, especially into the belly, we are stimulating the parasympathetic nervous system. And this brings the body into rest. So this is when the body can heal because the stress hormone cortisol is decreased. So when you're stressed out, there's lots of cortisol. And when you're feeling anxious, there's lots of cortisol in your bloodstream. Actually, using breathing practices has very profound physiological, biochemical responses in your body. So just five minutes a day of consciously breathing into your belly can make all the difference. This is something that I've been doing in my yoga practice for many years. And because of my friend Isabel, who does other different types of breath work, I've been bringing breath work even more consciously into my day. And I love it. (laughs) So all you have to do is deepen your inhalations and expand your belly fully. And then just have a few moments of pause where you're holding your breath. And then lengthen out the exhalations for as long as possible. And if you guys know that ujjayi breath, you know, where you're creating that slight constriction in the base of the throat, then you can do that as you're inhaling and exhaling too. And it just allows you to control the breath a little bit more. And you can just explore that, breathing into your belly, pausing and then lengthening out the exhalation. And if you have no idea what I'm going on about or you want some guidance, then there are so many YouTube videos um, that will give you advice about pranayam for stress, breathwork for stress and anxiety. Go and do them. Honestly, your, your breath is 
it's this inbuilt mechanism you that you have for creating openness in your system and for releasing tension and creating profound shifts in your sense of well-being use your breath learn how to work with your breath it's completely life-changing and the third thing that can really help you to navigate any feelings of anxiety is learn how to detach from your thoughts. So when we're in that spiral of anxiety, we can feel that spiraling and it just feels like it's getting more and more intense. Then usually it's because we're just getting trapped in thoughts and we're believing our thoughts. But one of the most radical things to really contemplate is, I don't have to believe my thoughts. Oh, what bliss that is. It's like I'm thinking something. I don't know if it's true. I don't have to believe that. In fact, I'm choosing not to right now. Because you are not your thoughts. Your thoughts are always changing. And this is why having a spiritual practice such as meditation, yoga, or ecstatic dance is so liberating. Because you start to understand that everything is always, always moving. So your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings, your energy, nothing ever stays the same. And as you realize this, you will start to believe your thoughts less and less. And you'll start to notice that there's a gap there's a space between your thoughts and you'll start to want to kind of go there even more. Actually, you can notice this even through the breath. As you inhale, that moment before the exhalation comes, there's a, it's called kumbhaka, breath cessation. And the same with the bottom of the exhalation before the inhalation comes, there's that moment of pause. And in yogic philosophy, they are the portals to another dimension, that space and uh, spacelessness or timelessness where it's like, this is who we are, pure awareness. So by engaging in practices such as meditation, such as yogic movement, that's conscious, not just I'm going to go to a gym and do a bunch of lunges, like that doesn't, I mean, it might make your body stronger, but it's not necessarily a spiritual practice that is teaching you to really detach from your thoughts. So, you know, a conscious yoga practice where you're really feeling into your breath and the movements, or even, yeah, like free flow movement, ecstatic dance. These allow you to, yeah, create that pause because you are bringing yourself into more presence. Now, I just want to say that meditation isn't for everyone. And actually, when you're experiencing extreme, intense anxiety, then sometimes meditation can just feel like too much. And I get this and I understand it and I honor it. So, and also, I'm, I don't really like meditation in the sense of like being really still. That's just not how I'm put together. In fact, I, what I love to do is free flow yoga. So I love to do free flow movements where I am 
feeling into the sensation and moving my body very, very intuitively. It's been a lifelong, not lifelong practice, that's a lie, Sarah. It's been a practice since my early 20s, so nearly coming up to 10 years now when I really came into free flow yoga. It was my yoga teacher, Steve. Steve, it doesn't sound very uh, yoga teacher. Actually, his name was Premananda, um, but then he went back to Steve. Who knows why? Um, <laughs> anyway, I digress, but it was him who really brought me into this free flow yoga. And it's, um, it's incredible because actually when I'm there and I'm feeling into my sensations, I'm there, I'm present in my body and there's nowhere else to go. And of course, sure, the mind cuts in, it's always going to, but movement and feeling sensations and feeling like, oh, where's the tension? And oh, this feels really good and stuff really allows me to create that gap between my thoughts. And very soon into a session, I'll start to realize that I am just pure awareness. Like that's who I really am. And everything else is like weather coming through, thoughts, feelings, emotions. And I'm allowed to fully experience the weather so I can f fully experience my emotions. Um, you know, storms gotta rage on and sunshine wants to shine, but I am not them. That's not my identity. I'm just watching it. I'm the witness. So try it out. Take 10 minutes, put on some music that is gonna feel really good. I suggest Trevor Hall. <laughs> for those of you listening <laughs> love him and start moving your body intuitively breathing intuitively feeling into the sensations pure liberation notice what happens to the anxiety does it decrease there's a really cool technique that I teach in the academy actually for letting these emotions move through and how can we transcend and transmute the energy in them and it's really cool it's based on cutting edge stuff that I've been very, very blessed to come into contact with and it works and it's incredible. So they're my three tips, tricks, things to contemplate that will help you to navigate anxiety. And I would love to hear from you. I'd love to know how my words have resonated, if they've resonated, hope so. Um, let me know how you get on. And I love it. It makes my day when I receive messages from you guys. So please, you can send me a, a direct message, a DM on Instagram. And if you're not following me, it's at Dr. Dr. Sarah Coxon. If you love this episode and you think, wow, people need to hear this. My sisters, my friends, my colleagues, maybe. Sometimes we're scared of showing our colleagues our spiritual sides. That's a whole nother topic. But if you know that people need to hear this, then please screenshot this episode, whack it on your Instagram stories. You know, I can only continue doing this work if my community grows. It's really that simple. And I'm, I'm here to serve you guys. And people need to know this stuff, in my opinion. Otherwise, I wouldn't be saying it. And also... Just as I'm supporting you, I'm asking for you to support me. So if you love this episode, please subscribe. And also please leave a five-star review if you're listening on iTunes. Just a few words. This 
helps boost the podcast and it just means more people are likely to find it. So in this way, we are supporting each other. I'm supporting you and you're supporting me and it's a beautiful exchange. So thank you for listening. I'm so excited to be welcoming you to the uh, Limitless Living retreat online. Remember, it's completely free. So you can just check the link in the show notes and you can join. And sending you so much love and thank you for listening. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise Priestess podcast. If this episode spoke to you, you can contribute greatly by sharing it to your Instagram stories. Make sure that you also tag me at Dr. Sarah Coxon so that I can personally reach out and thank you. And if you're not already a member of my Instagram community, you can pop over there now and join us. I keep it very real over there, sharing behind the scenes of my life and business to inspire you to live life and do business your own way. You can also apply to be a guest on the show by emailing sarah at Dr. Sarah Coxon with the subject podcast guest. You can also head over to my website, the link is in the show notes, to find out more about how I can help you step into your unique priestesshood to unlock deep contribution and potent prosperity. See you next time.